Hey everyone, welcome to this new episode of the Come and See podcast. Um, So I have to tell you that this episode has been a huge struggle to record because of internet issues at my house. I feel horrible. We had just recorded this episode um, and the internet cut out. And so we're having to redo the introduction sequence, uh, my introduction and Rachel's introduction. Um, And then when we jump back into the main question, the why does she follow Jesus, then the rest of the um, podcast is the original recording. Um, But so we're having to piece together two voice memos from our phone um, of the introduction. So if it sounds a bit dicey, that's what's happening. Um, But anyways, I'm really glad that you're here. And the Come and See podcast my hope and my vision for it is for it just to be a platform that's really relaxed, um, really um, low stress, no pressure, just an invitation to come and listen to people's stories about their faith and walk with Jesus. Um, and that's it, just really simple. Um, so uh, today I've got my friend Rachel here. She lives in Sheffield. She's one of my dearest friends. Um, and she's honestly one of the wisest, most beautiful women that I've ever met. So I feel so honored that she's coming on to share her story. Um, like I said before, you're going to um, probably hear a little pause and then it's going to be a voice memo um, introduction from her, just talking about who she is and um, and what she's up to in this season of her life. And then the um, original recording, when I asked the why question, we'll um, jump back on. So Rachel, thanks for being here. Um, why don't you just share with everyone a little bit about um, who you are and what you've been up to in this season of your life. Hi all, just to say thank you for that lovely introduction, Alison. Um, you're so kind and an awesome friend. Um, my name is Rachel Nunn. I'm a speech and language therapist by profession. And I live in Sheffield with my husband, Sam, and our three beautiful children, Seth, Joel, and Lottie. And I'm really excited about being on here today. So we're having um, some internet issues trying to record this podcast. And um, so if it sounds a little cut up, that is what's happened. So I'm going to um, reset Rachel and ask her again, the kind of the main question um, that I'm asking people to share is the why the why do you follow Jesus great um I follow Jesus because he has just met me in a profound and deep way and he's really transformed my life so when I was 17 I was like making some bad decisions I didn't believe in God I didn't really have any faith in anything and um I just thought myself a useless waste of space that I had nothing to offer the world or society at large. And I was quite down and depressed and, and almost suicidal. And, um, I managed to kind of just about sort of like claw my way through life and it felt really hard and tough. And I definitely withdrew and had really low self-esteem and self-confidence. And, um, when I came to university, I was just like, Um, surrounded by lots of Christians, which was a bit bizarre because it wasn't what I'd expected. And um, they invited me along to church. And I remember the first time I went along, I just cried and cried and cried. And I really didn't want to cry because I really didn't want to believe. 
and I really wanted them to be wrong. But I just, I couldn't help it. Just the Holy Spirit hit me and just all this emotion like poured out of me. And, um, and, and then I went, I went to church again and, and, and I was like, what, what is life about God? And I really, I really didn't know whether it was about him or not, but I was just like, I have no reason to really live. And I don't really understand if there is any purpose out there, but, um, but God, if you are real, then I'll give you a go. And I remember saying this, I'll give you a go. And it, and, uh, and I went that night, they had like this call to the front of church saying, if you want to become a Christian, come up. So I went up and I, and I prayed that I would become a Christian. And like some people have like fireworks and all sorts of amazing things happen, but I didn't really feel any mm-hmm. different at all. I'll be really honest. And um, I, but I was just like, I'm going to give it a year and I'll, I'll see if anything changes. And um, gradually over this year, like the Lord really changed my heart. Um, I got, um, I went for some prayer and um, I, I'd been quite depressed. I was still quite depressed. And, um, and during this prayer time, the depression just completely lifted off me. And I was completely, um, we would say the word healed, healed of depression. So no longer depressed at all. Um, I... Yeah, I learned to speak in heavenly language. I learned just so much about God's love. And um, and it was really transformational. And I wanted to share this verse with you guys because it was just really powerful to me at the time. And it's from Isaiah 43, which is quite funny because um, Alice and I were talking about it earlier. Um, so the start of Isaiah 43 says, um, Israel, the Lord who created you says, do not be afraid. I will save you. I have called you by name and you are mine. And when you pass through the deep waters, I will be with you. Your troubles will not overwhelm you. And when you pass through the fire, you will not be burnt. The hard trials that come will not hurt you. For I am the Lord, your God, the holy God who saves you and sets you free. And um, that was really powerful. And I would put my name in instead of Israel. And I just felt like that was God saying that to me. And it was so powerful and personal. And it really, um, it really transformed my heart and, um, and just made me the person I am today who is full of life and full of him and just yeah, it's just really beautiful. And, and the amazing thing about walking with God is not that life becomes easy or like you're on a merry-go-round and everything's great, but that you have this friendship that is with you through the hard times and through the good times. That in the Bible, Jesus tells this story about a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And Jesus says, like, he is the rock. And if you build your house on me, you'll have firm foundations and you'll be able to stand. And then he talks about um, a, a foolish man who built his house on sand. And so um, when, when the storm comes, the foolish man's house falls down flat. And, um, and what really stands out in that story to me is that the storm always comes. Mm-hmm. Whether you've built your house on the rock 
or whether you've built your house on the sand, like the storm always comes. And, um, and the truth is that if you've built your house on the rock, you're able to stand because he is standing with you. And he loves you and he will hold you and he will take you through that storm and he will remove the fear um, and, and replace it with love. And that is just so powerful. And my most powerful encounter probably with God was when um, when my mum was diagnosed with cancer. I was like in a different country from my mum and she just rings me up and she goes, oh, Rachel, um, I, I've got breast cancer. And, uh, and I didn't know what to do. And I just, I was with a group of people who I didn't really know at all. Like I just met them that week. And I just, I just didn't know what to do. And I knew in my heart that I had a choice. I could choose to run to God or I could just choose to question him and say, why? And, and push him away. And I was like, God, I'm going to run to you. And I, and I picked the Bible and, um, and he gave me this verse, which was said, do not worry about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, if you're, um, and, and with thanks, give your request to God and let his peace that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your mind in the knowledge of Christ Jesus. And that's from Philippians 4, if anyone wants to look it up. Um, and that that just meditated on my heart. And as I meditated on it, um, the next day, like Jesus just came and out of my sadness, he took away the fear. And I realized there was a lot of fear in my heart he took away the fear and he, he didn't say it's going to be okay your mom's going to be fine that's not what he said he said he said I will be with you and he took away my fear and instead he gave me joy and I knew that no matter what happened in this situation that he would be with me and um and that he would be with my mom and that we could trust in him no matter what no matter the journey, because the journey can be so painful. But um, he he was just like, I'm there and I'm with you. And and I'm and that peace is like beyond, beyond understanding, like as the verse says, but it's completely transformational. And um and 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 I just knew who he was and I knew his presence in such an intimate and powerful way. And, um, and I guess that is my why, like, why do I follow Jesus? Because he is true and he is real and he is powerful and he transforms us in a way that nothing or no one else can. And, uh, and he is with us through this thing called life and he navigates us through the highs and the lows and he wants to be with us in it all, um, fundamentally because he loves us, because he called us by name, mm-hmm. and because we are his. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, when you're speaking, um, it, it, I was just kind of like struck by um, a lot of the, similarities to um um what your story and um some of the other people that I've listened to in doing this podcast um in that you kind of had the courage to ask God if he was real 
kind of put it in his court, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and he seems okay with that. Does it like, it seems like that's like a, a really valid, you know, question um, for him. Um, so yeah, you kind of had the courage to, to give it a go. Um, and, and then how he like chose to meet you in that question. And, and then the, the next similarity was um, when you were talking about how the storm always comes, you know, like every person that believes and follows Jesus that I've ever met um, has a life um, that has had some really hard moments in it and like lots of pain. And, um, you know, it's just life is really hard. But the the testimony that you just shared, the story that you just shared um, about um, your mom's diagnosis, like that's a huge difference to to meet pain, um, holding the hand of um, Jesus, who's like offering peace, and you know, within it. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm kind of rambling, but I mean, it's just like. I just loved what you're sharing because I love that I can have the confidence to know that whenever I, you know, have like crazy hard moments in life, I'm not alone in it, you know, and the fear like can be taken away. Um, anyway, so thank you so much for sharing that. And the, the next question, I kind of like, I want you to just kind of share on a practical level you know, like what that actually means in your day-to-day life now, you know? So you kind of had this year-long journey where you were learning that God was with you and that he was real and and how he could be really transformative. But then what's that looked like kind of since then, you know, in like a practical day-to-day kind of way? Oh, yeah, that is such a good question. And um, I think it really, it's like, I would say that your relationship with God can be really seasonal. Um, I think like when I first became a Christian and I was a student, there was like loads of time to like really read the Bible and really invest. Um and I would go to like loads of different conferences and I'd go to the morning service and the evening service <laughs> and like just wanted to get as much as possible. Uh, I'd say like now I have a family and and sometimes I feel a bit more stretched. Um, so maybe I don't read the Bible as much as I did. But um, what I love about God is that he's like always with you. Um, and his Holy Spirit is always with you. Like Holy Spirit is really like Holy Spirit is so beautiful and wonderful and just is in you and walks with you. And and it's like you're like in constant communion, like constant um, chatting with the Holy Spirit through your day and um, and constant prayer, I guess. So I sort of probably see prayer as just a conversation. And I feel like often I'm having conversation with God about what we're doing next or what's the right decision. Um, And what I love about having a family is that you get to really bring like your family into your thought life with God and into your prayer life with God. So like, I'll just be like, Oh, so we're randomly thinking about this. Should we pray into it guys? Like, let's talk to God about it. Let's see what he thinks um, before we go ahead and do it. And I really love that. Uh, And 
I just, I see, I see Holy Spirit and Jesus and God as like part of our family. Like we're part of his family, but he's like really part of our family too. And, and I think just, um, just being, seeing him almost as like having a, a seat at the table and being with us in, in everything and in every way we do is, is probably how I um, relate most to God. But yeah, I, I find that like reading, reading the Bible is so helpful. You can get some really awesome apps that, um, that take you on like either meditations or just Bible readings or devotions. And um, one of the things I really love to do is like listen to worship music that captures my heart. And then I love to dance in my kitchen. So <laughs> I do love dancing and um, I'm not very good at dancing, but um, I do love it. And, and I really, I really love connecting with God through dance and prayer. So yeah, they're my main ways of really connecting with God, I guess. When you're talking, it, there's just so much freedom in connecting with him, isn't there? Yeah. You know, like there's just, it's like countless ways because he's like a limitless God, isn't he? He is. He's so limitless. I remember I used to do like loads of painting with God. Yeah. That doesn't happen much now. But <laughs> kids but get yeah. in the way. <laughs> <laughs> they bring lots of good stuff in though. <laughs> oh, loads of good stuff. And actually they start painting and, and as they're painting and you're clearing up, you're kind of seeing God in it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a whole new beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, um, Rach, for coming on and, and sharing uh, bits and pieces of your beautiful story. Um, I've, I've loved listening. It's, <laughs> it's um, brought up a lot of emotion in me, but um, I welcome that. And I'm really thankful to have been a part of this conversation. Um, I just want to um, remind um, anyone that's logged on that I'm also writing a blog alongside the podcast. So um, if you have been listening to Rachel talk and um, there's maybe like some questions rose up or you want to know um, more or have um, other resources to like look into, like some of the songs that she loves or um, some of the apps that she kind of hinted at. And that's all going to be on the blog. And so that's on WordPress and um, the the links are all over my social media, but um, if you can't find it, you can always reach out to me and I can um, send them to you individually as well. But thank you, um, Rachel, for coming on. And um, thanks to everyone else for tuning in and being a part of our conversation as well. Um, Until next time on Come and See. Bye. Bye.